play action. Patterson looking downfield. He wants the deep one for Collins. Intercepted. Picked off all the way down at about the five-yard line. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson with a convoy. Let's see where they mark him out. Well, the only Gator going pro after this game has made his presence known. Gardner Johnson's played a wonderful nickel corner for them. And right here, he totally fools Shea Patterson pre-snap. This looks like it's going to be a single safety look that he's going to get his post route, right? you got this safety to worry about. Well, watch what Chauncey does. Look at where he's at. He's right here, and he spins all the way back around. He totally bluffs Shea Patterson. I can't tell you how good that is. And he knows patience-wise. He doesn't do it right away. He wants to make sure to really set that hook for Shea. Let him think that he's got that post behind him, and he spins around. And wow, you want to talk about awareness, Mr. Wasusen? That's about as good as it gets. Welcome everybody to episode number 20 of Prospect Profile. We've made it to the big 2-0, so pretty exciting. Uh, my name is Lawrence, and as per usual, we'll be covering two prospects today. Uh, as my last uh, uh, regular episode before the uh, the big combine week that's ahead of us, so you know, this is uh, it's going to be really interesting and going to be a really fun time. To, uh, I'm going to try to get some really different types of uh, shows out there. You know, just kind of analyzing the combine and what's going on there in general, and and we'll see what happens. But for now, we got two uh, two more prospects on the way, and we got we're going back into the defensive backfield again. Uh, first off, and we are going to be looking at Florida's really a. I don't even know if you can just call him one position. Uh, I'm just going to call him a defensive back, even though I have him listed as safety in my reports. But uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, uh, really the do-it-all uh, defensive back from Florida. Uh, he's 5'11", 207. He's, he's got pretty good size on him. Uh, and, boy, I mean, <laughs> Chauncey is something else. Uh, the, one of the probably the most versatile players in this entire draft is, is absolutely this guy's main number one strength. I haven't seen any other defensive back uh, really on film so far as in my studies this year play so many different areas on the field. It's actually kind of insane. Florida has trotted him out as a slot corner playing man. Um, as a box safety, as a blitzing corner, um, <laughs> as put him putting him at you know the normal safety spot, you know playing just playing zone coverage. Uh, and I mean, and I've even seen him a couple times, a few times. Uh, they actually threw him out there on the outside a, a couple times on film. Not not a lot, but he did do it <laughs> a few times. So this guy's really done everything out there. He's He's a pretty, really versatile athlete, athlete and uh, I think NFL teams are salivating over that uh, <laughs> that potential with him to really just be able to use him in a lot of different ways. Uh, you know, he's very he's just a flexible type of guy that you could just put in a lot of different spots depending on your situation that you need him in. And I mean that—that's really the the calling card now in the NFL is you got to be able to do a lot of different things. You have to be able to be 
to move around a lot and if you're a defensive player you're it's it gone are the days of just guys just playing like in one spot and it's just you have to you have to be able to do different things and Chauncey Gardner Johnson has that multi uh positional type of versatility and I mean just in general just being the ability to play wherever on the field in, in a lot of different types of packages. So I I think that is this guy's main calling card. It is a number one like strength of Chauncey Gardner Johnson is that he he's just everywhere. And I and I like just I like all a lot of the the things he's able to do in those different positions. Um and in zone I I feel like he covers a ton of ground. He's a like I said, he's a great athlete, and he's he's able to track the ball pretty well out there uh, when he is in zone. I found that he wasn't in a zone a ton on film this year, but he was out there sometimes. Like in the Michigan game, he uh, he played a, a more zone than I saw than in a lot of the games, and that was one of his best games. He uh, he had like two big interceptions. One of them was where he really showed off this coverage and covering a ton of ground. He basically went all the way to the middle of the, from the middle of the field to to pick a ball off, and it was just an astounding play uh, on his part. So he he shows the ability to have a lot of range out there, uh, playing playing the zone, playing in zone uh, out in a, as a safety. So that's just another thing he one of the things he does really well. And and just saying, like I was saying, he's a great athlete. He can turn the body well. He's got the lateral quickness. He's got the long speed. He's got a little bit of everything. Uh, he's not. He doesn't have really a lot of athletic deficiencies whatsoever. So, I um, I really do, I do like just kind of the the whole package there of most of the whole package here with Chauncey Gardner Johnson. And I th- I feel like in man coverage he's pretty physical out there. Um, he has his lapses sometimes of of not you know, mirroring guys quite the way you want to. Um, but I feel like he's pretty, he's pretty active with his hands. He's, you know, he's up in guys, right up in guys, doesn't really allow a lot of separation just because he's such a good athlete and he's able to change his direction really quickly to match a guy's route running. And, and then, like I said, you know, he's also physical. He's, you know, hard nosed at, at the point of attack, um, so he it really helps him a lot in when he's playing in that that nickel corner that that he does pretty well. Um, but so yeah, you know, like I said, so Chauncey CJ CGJ he can do a lot of things. He's very versatile. He's a pretty good coverage guy in zone and pretty good coverage guy in man. Um, he, he's a really good athlete and he showed him some pretty good ball skills too. The limited amount that you get to see on film, because he really didn't have a lot of the, the plays this year, but when he was able to show it off, he could, you shoot, you did see that he had some really ability to catch the ball, track the ball and just, uh, you know, make something happen with it afterwards too. So he's got a little bit of everything, but okay. So, the thing that on tape with me with CGJ that 
I I just really um it just bothered me a lot, and I think I think it's still his number one like weakness, and it would it would be his need his uh finishing his tackles. Um, I just don't think he has very good technique at all. Um, I, I see a lot of arm tackling from him. Bat some bad angles he picks. He had, I mean don't don't get me wrong. He's had some good ta- he has some pretty good tackles on film, but. Sometimes when he's coming from yeah like a like an angle it, it's he misses and uh, or he just he kind of tries to get the arm he doesn't really uh, stick take his ground uh, and um, and really like te- properly tackle the guy and sometimes he rushes it and then he doesn't finish well. I didn't watch his 2017 tape, but he's actually apparently much improved in this area. I don't even want to know how bad he was at tackling the last season because I mean he's not great at it this season. I mean I'm not saying he's bad. I mean he, I guess, like I said, I've seen him make some pretty nice plays and run support and uh, and whatnot. But there, it's there's a lot of inconsistency there still with him. So I mean, but the thing is, what I do like there is that he was worse at it and he did improve. He did get he worked on it. And he at least tried to get to be to a kind of a respectable level of of tackling, but I still think he needs to improve his technique for hundred percent. I think it's just sometimes it's just not good. Some of the whiffs he has are, are it just made me kind of cringe a couple times on film, and I was just like, oh man, like gosh, should have had that guy, should have had that guy, and I don't know, just saw that like one too many times from him on 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 his film from this year. Like I said, though, good thing that he did improve on it already as to think how bad that could have been. You know, if he kept uh, doing what he was doing last year, then whew, he would have been – that would have really knocked him down a lot of points for me because you know, he already was isn't, like, one of my favorite tacklers I've seen. So, I mean, at least he's he's getting better. So maybe, maybe he'll keep improving at that and – It'll even get better at that at the next level with some pro level coaching. So that that's a good sign that there's some improvement there. And then just honestly, just the next thing is like, he, yeah, he's a jack of all trades, but is he really is he a, is he really a master of any? And that's the thing I kind of worry about because he is a little inconsistent sometimes. Like he he's a pretty good man coverage guy. He's a pretty good zone coverage guy. Um. And he shows pretty good instincts out there, but sometimes he has some lapses in judgment in man coverage. I, I find in man coverage, especially sometimes he uh, he lets a little, or sometimes he'll give a little cut, a little more of a bubble and zone than he needs to give a guy, and then they they get a they have a nice little gain on him. And the thing with him that where you worry about is if he gives a guy the, that bubble, is that can he make that finish him? off and make that tackle because you see the the technique problems in his tackling game sometimes so that that it just it just concerns me sometimes like when you're you are moving a guy around all like that it's like is he is it more does he mask are they masking some weaknesses in him maybe they are but i think it's kind of a it's not a, a huge concern of mine though at the same time because his versatility is so important to the type of player he is so you know, maybe he might not be perfect in certain 
in all of his roles. And, you know, he'll have a few plays here and there, but, you know, no one's perfect. And I think you're getting a really, really useful player in Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. And he's a guy that you can work with. You know, he's obviously shown he's, he's very coachable in just all the ways that he's being used. And he's clearly, he's clearly a smart player to be able to handle all those responsibilities and, and juggle all that. So... I think you're getting a pretty high IQ player in Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. And I really think that's the type of guy you want to add to your defense. And I, I can definitely see him as a late first, maybe an, maybe early second rounder. But I think I think he could slip into the first just because he's so athletic and he's so uh, he's so versatile the, way, versatile the way he's been used so far. And I think teams are going to love that in the NFL, just the way the game is going now and how you have to keep up with some of these crazy offenses that are in the game now. So you need guys like him. You really need guys like Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. I really think he's going to be a first-rounder at the end of the day, like a late first, but because he's not, like I said, he's not like a star, I don't think, in one area of his game, but he can do a lot of things very well. So... I, I I like like uh, Gardner Johnson a bunch, so gonna be curious to see how he, his uh, pro stock shakes out. The next on my list, we're going back to the old quarterback position. Uh, I feel like it's been a while since I, I've covered quarterback, <laughs> and and uh, it's always interesting to look at these guys, especially in a class like this where a lot of people are down on it. Like I've I've said before, so. I think I picked a guy that not necessarily is 100% ready right now, but with the right situation and the right coaching, and if he's up for the task, I think he can really, really become something special. And that is Buffalo's Tyree Jackson. I mean, you look at the traits of this guy, and he has got it all. He is 6'7", 245, which is unbelievable size for the position. That is phenomenal. I mean, he's got no problems seeing the whole field, and he's a bulky guy. And I just, my God, and that's just incredible. He's a a hell of a guy to look at out there on the field, and I think that size is definitely going to aid him in the pros. And any stock he has, he's in a that's going to help him a lot. Just even getting roster spots. Uh, okay. So I've talked about Tyree Jackson before. Um, in the uh, oh gosh, Senior Bowl. I always I mix up the Shrine Game and the Senior Bowl. Now there's just a lot of things going on at that that point in time. But he uh, he has arm strength that is absolutely insane amount of arm I mean it's just it's crazy this guy I mean there's plays where he's like and I'm gonna get into why this is not good for him but I mean there's plays where I see him throw off a one foot and it looks like what some guys can do throwing planted like properly planted and that that's just crazy to me I mean the dude has just a natural cannon for an arm it bails him out a lot of times, like in, like I said, in those situations, because sometimes he's it's actually able to just lead the receiver anyway, 
even when it didn't look pretty. <laughs> it just, he just was able to throw it over the top of the defense so so much because of his arm is so huge. So Tyree Jackson absolutely has arm strength going for him. There's no worries about can he make those deep throws in the NFL because they're, they're, the arm is absolutely there. It doesn't float really float on him. It just, he can buzz it out there. Buzz it out there. And another thing, I mean, Tyree Jackson can move, man. The guy can run. Uh, he's, for a guy that's 6'7", 245, for him to be able to move the way he does is, is honestly astounding to me. Uh, he he didn't have a lot of rushing yards this year. Uh, he had, uh, in his freshman year, he ran a lot more because I think he was way less refined as a passer at that point when he was a freshman because he had like 400 yards on 99 attempts in in his freshman year. He had five touchdowns. So then the last couple of years, it's he's went down to 197 yards rushing, and then this year he's only had 161 yards rushing. But he also had seven touchdowns this year, so he got them when they counted. So he's being a little smarter and and uh, looking at staying in the pocket a little more and you know not having not doing that as much. But you know if he needs to, he can absolutely move around. He's he's definitely has mobility. So that that's definitely a good good trade of his that he has with that gigantic frame of his. I mean, good luck tackling him, you know, at six, seven, two forty five. That's a, that's a load to bring that guy down. So with, and with his speed to the edge, it's uh, which is it's surprisingly good. So that's, that's a tough, that's a tough task there as a, as a defensive player. And I actually like, he actually keeps his eyes downfield very well when escaping the pocket. Now, obviously he improved probably a lot upon that during his freshman year, because I, from his freshman year, I don't think he probably did that too much. So and now you, you see, he's not tucking it and running it so much. He's trying to look downfield and trying to, trying to throw it, throw it down there to his guys while he's, if he's running running. And, uh, that's a good, I, I really like that when I saw that on the film with him. And also, I think he steps up. His pocket movement is really well, really good, too. I feel like he he sees pressure. He doesn't, like, miss it. it, it he has a pretty good sense of when it's coming. And he, it, he doesn't panic. It, it's like he steps up, makes a throw. Um, he, he moves left left and right in, in the pocket pretty well. I, I just say he's very... Uh, He's got he's got a pretty good sense of of, of a pass rush coming at him, and I, I was actually pretty surprised about that because I wasn't expecting to see that when I really looked at his film more. But I actually thought he was pretty good in terms of doing that. So, yeah, Tyree Jackson, he, he's he has got some unbelievable physical traits like that, like how he can move with his size, his arm strength being off the chains. I mean. And just, you know, just pretty good, like, awareness in the pocket, um, you know, in, in general. And being able to keep plays alive. But, but, as the as it all stands, this is a, not a perfect pr- uh, prospect in Tyree Jackson. It is not. And there there's a gigantic reason of that. Um, the mechanics, t- oof. Um, Tyree Jackson is... 
a bit of an enigma when it comes to how he throws the ball sometimes. Uh, <laughs> he um, he really needs to work on, I think the main thing that's causing him a lot of accuracy problems, and I mean, he was 55% completion this year, which isn't terrible. You know, I mean, that's not bad, bad, but you kind of want to see better at the pro level. I mean, he was also playing in the Mac and, and everything too. So he wasn't facing a lot of top tier uh, defensive backs uh, constantly. So you kind of want to see a little bit more th- uh, than that, the completion percentage wise. Yeah. So what, yeah, like what I'm seeing with his mechanics, it's just like, there's a lot of times that he just doesn't set his feet as he throws. And that happens a lot when he's when he uh, has to leave the pocket, and he'll want to just like kind of hop off that back foot, and you know, or just like lift the foot and just kind of throw while running, where he doesn't really want to plan himself and and really properly throw it, and it's just he doesn't like it's not he just doesn't really use his frame properly. Uh, as as a thrower, he's just kind of putting it all in his, into his arm, where you got it, you kind of have to use your whole body. And sometimes I just find that he doesn't really do that uh, consistently uh, at whatsoever. And he's not using that lower body enough. He's not, you know, and he's not even using some of his upper body enough. So, and that that come, you know, that's clear when he isn't setting his feet like that. And and and, that, and that's when he gets problems. There's accuracy problems with Tyree Jackson. I and also, and just to go along with that, he needs to corral his big arm. I know he's got one, and we all know it. But that because of that, sometimes he tends to that ball tend can sail on him at times. Probably some, like I said, due to some of the mechanics issues there. And he just needs to learn how to put some more touch on some of his throws. A lot of times, he just bullets it out to guys. And even on, like, screen passes. And I'm just saying, like, ah, oh, dude, just, like, just, like, loft it to hit your running back there, man. Don't, you don't have to gun it to him. You're making him, like, you're throwing him his whole, whole balance off doing that. And you're setting yourself up for less than you want to get there uh, on, on that play. Because you're just, you're sell, setting him short already by throwing him a bullet like that when you really should just be put a lot more touch on the, that ball. And I, but I mean, I like that his balls don't float though. Like, don't get me wrong. I really like that about him. He's a good, he's a good, like his velocity on his throws is, is fantastic. And you, that's what you want to see in the NFL. Cause defensive backs prey on guys that where their balls just don't have that velocity on them, but he really needs to control it where it's sailing over guys and, or just he's like throwing bullets on shorter passes when he doesn't need to like that or in screen passes and whatnot. So he's he's got a lot of work on it in terms of that as well. And then sometimes reading the field, uh, he, I think, needs to make some quicker decisions out there. I, I think it's just like, and sometimes it's just, he just doesn't see certain things that he should see. And I think that that just needs to be coached too with him. 
I I mean I and I think sometimes he's a little comp that just that having that gigantic arm of his, he gets a little too overconfident. In I found actually a few times he had open receivers, wide open receivers, and then he would try to just throw open a guy that was that was just blanketed out there, um, and try to use his arm strength to win. And it's like, dude, just just get it to your open guy, man. Like we get it. Like I know you're trying to go for the the long bomb sometimes and get a lot of chunk yards, but sometimes you just want to take the play that gives you the mo- the the safest play there sometimes. And if you got a wide open receiver, you got to throw it to him. You know, it's, you can't always do that. And that le- you know, and that led to some of his turnover problem. He had 12 interceptions this year in the MAC. I mean, in in the playing in football in college football this year, so. You know, that's a decent amount of picks. It was up nine from from the year before, but he also played like six less games, so I don't I don't really like I'm trying to like adjusting for inflation there. Probably would have been like three more picks than you know, than last year if he played the proper amount of games. But um yeah, I, I don't know. Just reading the field I think is something he also needs to to be coached up on doing better and go through his progressions better and make decisions quicker. So, and then finally, I think I really do love his ability to extend plays with his mobility and, and try to make plays with that gigantic arm. But at times he needs to just throw it away a little more. And he, because I saw some big losses he had on some sacks this year where he didn't need to take them and he could have gotten the ball out and uh, just kind of throwing it away. And uh, at times, I think he just tried to make too much happen. And yeah, I just, I feel like he just needs to do that a little more as well. And that's why I feel a lot of Tyree Jackson's problems really boil down to a lot of things that can be coached. I, I think like accuracy is one thing that, you know, you worry about and it's sometimes hard, hard to change that. But I think it's, it's not really a, you like, problem like he can't fix with him I think it's a lot of it is just mechanically I think he just needs to be like worked with in and tooled with it's just how how will he respond to that that coaching personally I have a feeling that Tyree Jackson is may not hit that that um level we some of us want probably want to see him hit I'd say I think sometimes it, with those guys, you know, it, 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 they sometimes have problems putting the whole package together when they're they have such a big arm like that, but the the accuracy isn't consistently there. And I don't know I feel like he's gonna be a guy that's absolutely definitely gonna be on NFL rosters though because of just some of his pure physical abilities. Um, but I I don't know if he'll end up he'll end up being a starter level player because of just I don't know I don't know if the if he'll fix the mechanics if he does boy this guy could be special it's all there the the package is there for him to be a special type of quarterback he's got all the natural like he's got a some of so many of those natural physical traits that you just can't coach there's just some, you know, that inconsistency with him is going to be the thing to watch when he goes into the pros. So, 
don't know. Part of me, part of me really wants to believe that Jackson is gonna, you know, overcome some of those and end up being one of the big surprises of the draft. But also another part of me is is very skeptical on that. So I don't know. I think I absolutely think though he is a guy you hundred percent take a chance on with a third round pick. Why not? I mean, Jesus. I mean, the g- if you got a third round pick and he's there, pick this guy. Give him a shot and see if you're, especially if you're a team that really needs a quarterback, or especially one that maybe not doesn't need a quarterback right now, but you can wait on him and coach him, let him sit and you know really teach him and see what happens. Boy, why not? Give Tyree Jackson a shot, man. This guy, I think this guy could be. A really good project quarterback. So, I don't know. I'm really curious to see where he ends up because I, I think he could be really special if he ends up in the right situation and and is gets the right coaching and responds well to that coaching. But, you know, that's, those are all big ifs. So, you know, we'll see what happens. But that's going to do it for the episode this week. And, uh... I can't wait to be covering the combine and uh, sharing that with all of you guys next week. And I, I'm not sure exactly how I'm going to go about it. If I'm going to do it like after per day or on a per day basis or like every couple days recap stuff. I'm not sure yet. I'm going to be kind of working that out as I go along this week. So uh, I'll see what, what I'm going to do, but for now, uh, please Check out the rest of our episodes if you haven't yet. At on the th- we are on three different platforms. We're on uh, iTunes by search. You can search up Prospect Profile on iTunes, uh, where you can search up Prospect Profile on Stitcher. You could also find us at prospectprofile.podbean.com for Podbean platform. We're also on Twitter at prospectprof, and then. We're also on Facebook and Instagram. Instagram is at Prospect Profile. And Facebook, you just look up our page, Prospect Profile. So thank you all again for listening. And like I said, can't wait to dive into the Combine next week and for you all to be able to check that out. So thanks again. See you guys next week.